The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. We're having a blast uh, today at Twin Peaks here in Warrenville. You know, a couple. T- it happened twice to me today. What happened? Once with you. Uh, here at Twin Peaks, we just met a father and son, and, and the mom was here and the wife. Um, Mark and AJ, we just took pictures with. So Mark told me the story. He's the father that he would drive around town with his son for many years listening to the Waddle and Sylvie show and forcing his son to listen. Yes, we've been on 16 and a half years in February. It will be 17 years. By the way, do you know tomorrow's the 25, the official 25-year anniversary of the radio station? I did not know that. The day the uh, the switch went on on ESPN 1000. My 25-year anniversary, too, of officially starting. Let's hear it. Uh, Sylvie's 25-year anniversary with the station tomorrow. Tomorrow, October 12th, 1998. You've outlasted everyone, right? From who of the initial hires, right. yes. You're the last man standing. Yes, I've just ducked. I've, I've tried to keep it on the low. That's the ultimate survivor pool win. Yeah. Yes. You're the last. You're the, the cock, cockroach that's still around after the nuclear winter. <laughs> <laughs> they can't, they can't get me. Can't get rid of him. Can't get rid of me. You can't get rid of this guy. Yes, uh, but yeah, but yeah. So, and uh, Mark was saying that for years, when his son AJ was was young, he, he like he didn't get it, and he would complain. I still don't and, get it. <laughs> many people say that to us. I don't. I don't get you guys. I don't get you guys. Um, and now AJ's grown, and what does he listen to now by choice? Uh, country music. No, us. Oh, us. Okay. Father's son. Yeah, but he was wearing a Lonzo Ball shirt, too. <laughs> what did, and I said, what the hell did we teach him? Yeah. When away, we, taught, we taught him to root for a guy with a gimpy knee who can't play at all this year. I, I, go, listen, I go, is that a Lonzo Ball bull shirt you're it wearing? It is. It is. A jersey? But, yeah. And then uh, today when I went uh, to get my hair cut, I saw. I thought uh, your wife cut your hair. Uh Every so I get one by a pro every like third cut. So every third time you go in and say fix it, <laughs> you, you basically, basically yeah you yeah say? yeah. Does so your like, wife she, she gives me uh, yes oh yeah she she wishes I would do it all the time. She'll touch it up and then uh, and then I go in for. But someone in the chair today said to me uh, that my dad at first he goes my dad's a big fan. He, uh, who was in the chair before me? Yeah, and then he says, "And I, and I listen to you guys too." I, I kind of <laughs> listen to you. He felt like he had to say it, right? Yeah, my dad's a big fan, and then he said, "And, and I listen to you guys." So, hey, listen, we'll take anybody. Yeah, of course, of course. All right, I wanted to play you. So we'll we'll talk up more. Connor Bedard and Blackhawks. Eddie Olchek. Big friend of the show. I love Eddie, and we haven't spoken to him for a while, so I'm looking forward to this. Yes, and uh, TNT Tonight is where the Hawks play nationally. Who's a, the play-by-play guy with Eddie? Do you know? Is it Mar- Is it uh, Albert? Is it Kenny Albert? Is it Kenny Albert? That sounds is, is right. Is Kenny on TNT? 
I'm try- I long for the days of Doc and, and Eddie. Yeah, I know. I it's know. like when Kenny's I hear— Kenny's good, though. Kenny he is. good, too. No, no doubt. And, I don't mean to be disrespectful to Kenny, but when I hear— Last night's broadcast was pretty good, too. It was. It was. Emily Kaplan, who's from She's here, she does a really good job. Yes. But when I hear Eddie and Doc from years ago— it sounds like like Madden and Summerall to me. There's like, yeah, like oh, that mean, combo and the sound just kind of reaches you like, and it's a, and it's on that level. Yes, I, I know that, but but Doc is one of the all time most legendary play by play voices ever in sports. Well, and Eddie is fabulous at what he yeah, does. Of and when they got together, they were one of the best. Duos, regardless of sport, for a very long period of time. It's something that I need to get used to, too, locally. I need to get used to the new voice of the Hawks. I, I'm still not I'm not there on not having Foley. Well, if you call me, I'll do the play-by-play Will you come on, over? on the phone. I'm not coming over to your house. Oh, no. I'll Will do it you, on the phone. Can I set up a Zoom? Yes. Will you? Oh, I yeah. could set up a Zoom, and yes. you'll, you'll do. It's a visual sport for me, so that there's a lot of downtime. It's like I'll do hockey like I, I would do baseball. It, those are tough shoes Ball to fill. Inside. It's it, it's a tough. Those are tough shoes to fill. There's from, no doubt. From, from Look, Foley, like I, I think it's got to be the hardest game to call, isn't it? Yes. Because it's there's the hardest pace. game to watch. Because honestly. And I know I sound like an idiot, which is par for the course. Following the puck is hard to do at mm-hmm. times. It mm-hmm. really is. And the cadence that Foley had, yeah. it was just so distinct and unique. So uh, right, so we'll anyway. talk to Addie here in, uh, in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, so this was James Franklin, the coach of Penn State. Very coachy. It, it is, okay, th- this is interesting because I didn't know which way you would go. I want everyone to listen to this. Tell me, is this uh, is this an, a reporter who got his head out over his skis, or is this a coach who, like Waddle just said, got too coachy, too I know everything, you know nothing? Bad answer or bad question, basically. Take a listen to the exchange. This happened yesterday uh, on the Penn State press conference, and I think the was the reporter on Zoom, too? I think so. Yeah, yeah. so take a listen yeah. to the Penn State press conference. Last question from Zoom, Corey Geiger. Hey, good afternoon, James. Hey, Corey. A follow-up to what uh, you were just asked there about Drew. Is there a balance, though, between, hey, we need you to throw the ball deep no matter what. Just take a shot. Don't, don't overthink it. Take a shot. We need to see it. We're going to call it. And we need you to get some confidence in doing this as opposed to even giving a young quarterback the chance to say, hey, just check it down if, if, if it's not there. I, I don't really understand what you're saying because we would never. Like, I'm like, my skin is curling when you say just drop back and chuck it deep no matter what. Like, like that is like, I, I don't even know what you're, I don't know what you're saying. It's like you're speaking. Like from just Mars. send a guy in a post pattern, take the shot, throw it. No matter your, what. Give your receiver a chance to make a play on a ball. Uh, even if he might be covered 30 yards down the field, maybe you think he'll be open 45 yards down the field and, and like Godwin did or with Jahan or KJ. We, you, we've you, n- we, like, like I still don't like you're speaking Japanese. Like, like we, we have never done that. 
just throw the ball up and maybe he'll be open and maybe he'll catch. Like my skin is like, like my, I'm, my, I'm, like you're making me uncomfortable. Like I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So okay. yeah, we 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 would not do that. We would never do that. We've never thought about doing that as a head coach, as an offensive coordinator, as a receivers coach. I coached the receivers. I didn't want them to do that. Um, so no, no. Strong, no. Like, yeah, no. I'm hoping we can cut this out so this doesn't even, like, get out into the universe. Good luck with that. Oh, it, That's like, out. It's out. It's right, out coach. in the universe. It, 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 for, James Franklin is, is a very good football coach. Is that a holier-than-thou attitude let's, right there? Let's, let's, like, let's chop it up a little bit, okay? First of all, I don't know if their situation right now is their quarterback is just dinking and dunking and he's afraid to stretch the field or do whatever the case may be. I think it's so I don't know the context. Assu- I think it's safe to assume based on the question that it's probably yes. what the fan base is believing. My point, though, is, is – and he kind of lost – he lost style points. The reporter did when he set a post. Because if you're throwing a post into an, an area where there's a corner and a safety, but if I can definitely – Say to we you, would not hey, do that. We would never do that. We've never thought about doing that. How about if I called a nine routes? Okay, so I'm just running streaks. And he could be covered. How many times? Like, of course, nobody lets you run without anybody near you or most times. So the definition of being covered, whether it's zone or man, say I'm running straight down the field. The cornerback is running with me. How many times have you seen a wide receiver make a catch over a cornerback when the quarterback gives their wide receiver an opportunity to make a play. Right. It's so not an outrageous no. thought. No. Yes. Yes. Strong. Strong. No. Yes. Like, absolutely. Yeah. No, no. Talk, no question about it. <laughs> you're making if, me uncomfortable. Are you making me uncomfortable? Because if you're my wide receiver coach and you're telling me the quarterback isn't allowed to throw it to me because I've got a cornerback in my vicinity, I want a different wide receiver coach. Because I'm not going to be running around about. without a defensive player near me most of the time. What Come you, on, Coach. What do you say, I, I don't really understand what you're saying. The, 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 my big takeaway from the whole thing is he says crawling weird. Yeah. Was that, was that an odd takeaway from the whole thing? He extreme? said curling. His skin was curling. Oh, did he say curling? Yes. I thought he said crawling. No, he should have said crawling. The the phrase is my skin is crawling, not my skin oh, is curling. Oh, I thought curling. that was an accent, but he said no. curling. I miss I misheard. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> well then, listen. It'll work on being less co- uncomfortable. So, like, no. That's weird. Can I coaches hear- are in I I'm not I don't not a detractor of his in any way shape or form. He's had a great run at Penn State. Really good. It's just, yeah. you know what? Sometimes coaches are just too coachy. Like that guy, his question wasn't outrageous. Now, there have been questions that don't make sense. That one wasn't outrageous. Hey, we've got a quarterback that's not really pushing the ball down the field. Have you ever at any point with our young guy said, hey, if you find your wide receiver one-on-one with a cornerback, do you ever thought just tell him to throw it up there and let your, cor- your, your wide receiver make a catch? So, no. No. Strong. No. Yeah. Like, that's that's yeah. weird. You cover, no. you cover college football. I, d- I don't follow it as closely as, as you do, Tyler. So maybe I'm, I'm, I'm getting my head over the skis and I'm going to make him don't make uncomfortable. Your skin curl. Don't make your skin curl. Is it, aren't they sort of like the Kirk Cousins of college football programs 
where they compile good stats, but in the end, they're never really in the championship so, hunt? No. No. <laughs> no? Strong, they are? In the, no. Aren't, aren't they usually like, around yeah. number eight? No. Do, do they usually make a rally and they go up to number seven or eight in the country? James and then by the, talking by, to you. By the end, James, aren't you usually then kicked back down a few notches and never really in the national championship picture? Well, I, I don't really is, understand what you're saying. Their problem is that every year since the, the Big Ten breaks up into divisions, that they pretty much never have a chance to actually make it to the Big Ten championship and thus the playoff. Are they with Michigan because and Ohio they're in State? Michigan and Ohio State's yeah. division. So mm-hmm. they, they never end up. You have to beat both of those teams if you do want to make it. If you don't, then you're, you're SOL. You're not going to go to the Big Ten championship, yeah. and you're not going to play in the playoff. So if the they playoff. were a quarterback in the NFL, who would they be in relationship to college football? I think they're better than Kirk Cousins because they, they still have good teams, but they're not quite like elite of elite. They're anywhere uh, between probably, what, 7 and but, 15 every year? Yeah, but, like but that. The, isn't that Kirk Cousins? Yeah. That's it's fair. The thing Dak. about. But here's the thing is Kirk Cousins is limited by himself to a degree. Like Penn State is limited by who they are, unfortunately, in the same geography with. It comes down to two games that they have to win. Instead of maybe one game, like Wisconsin and and well, they can still control their destiny. They just to have a degree, to be but it's teams. it's a much tougher path. Yeah. Mm. It's like Josh Allen not getting by Mahomes in the playoffs ever. Ooh, damn, but they're no Josh Allen, are they? No, they're good teams. They, as far as like, I they would keep say they're closer. The wrong thing. Yeah, they're they're closer to to Josh Allen than I think Kirk Cousins. Oh, like, really? Like, and, and that's the thing right now okay. with Penn State is don't want to make your skin curl. They have You're making me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm sorry, Coach. That they, is definitely, though, an example. And, and, Tyler, you've probably dealt with a lot of college coaches over the course of time. That's a college coach trying to, you know. Have his way with a student reporter no, or a young just, reporter. Yeah, or somebody, a local guy. Like, I don't just, know. Like That's a long, drawn-out question. Like The setup for that entire question I thought was too long, and I so you were mad at the questioner. I'm yeah, I think the questioner is in the wrong there. Oh, okay, wow. So you uh, you side with the coach? I side with the coach. I I thought the coach was very too coachy. I'm I'm not a James Franklin fan. By let's do let's do a let's do a let's try him. Let's get line up some calls right now. Let's guilty or not guilty? No kidding. I'm Listen, if we you can asked cut the this quote, out so this doesn't okay. even like get out into the universe. Yeah, you're if right. If you had asked the question, about the uh, trial, uh, the trial, I get yeah. it, I get if it. You, if I you'd asked the question, you would have preferred that he not try to make an example out of you with his response. <laughs> so, so, Trust me, now that's a very well, coachy response. Yeah, but if, if all it would have taken is tightening up the question a little bit, okay, I don't think well, he's not. I think, no, no, I think Tyler's right because I think when you say if you're a reporter and you say just chuck it down the field. You're right. Pu- you're putting that that means, that's a careless connotation. Yes. 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 Careless or reckless is a good word. Like like if he says, "Hey, do you feel like you guys need to push the fall the ball down the field even if it's just once or twice a game so that the threat is there?" It's a little more open-ended, and it maybe gives him an opportunity to okay. answer it in a different do you, way. What what do you think the intent of the reporter was? I don't think there was malicious intent. No, no, no. I'm just saying, don't you think that was the essence of what the I know, report? Yeah, you guys, just, you guys, you, no, no, right you guys may have been able to present the question in a more eloquent fashion, but at the end of the day, you knew what he was asking. Yes, I think and he James right. Franklin tried to make a fool out of the guy. He was trying to ask probably what the community was 
talking about <laughs> on sports point. radio. That's my point. Yes. Was it a clumsily asked question? Potentially. But to ask a coach whether or not you think it may be part of the growth process for a quarterback to actually take some shots downfield is not an outrageous question. But yeah. I think to, to insinuate that we're just going to chuck the ball and, and be reckless at all times, like, just you really to, think that's what the the, the, well, the he, questioner was asking? But, uh, the, the blog boys, okay. who knows? Like, but like, like, think about it. If you're James Franklin, right? You're five and zero, oh, and you're sitting up there, and you're still dealing with people who are questioning the, what your approach offensively. Twelve million dollars, which a year. is fine. But at the end of the day, when you give him the opening, and your question says just chuck the ball down the field, I'm thinking to myself, dude, we're five and zero. Oh. It's, it either has to be a. More, I would have loved to have heard James Franklin say, "Dude, dude, that would have he that would have made me laugh." Yeah, he that would say that. Me. By the way, he's so, one of the no, no, strong no. Was he Jay's like, coach, or yeah. did he come after Jay? No, I think he may have been after. He would have been after. after. Yeah. Um, no, no, I was not Jay's coach. But strong he, no. He is one of those coaches who this year you know knows what the number is on the spread. He's oh, had you, some. You think so? Oh yeah. Oh, he's don't. A, you're gonna make his skin curl now. I, I hope I do. He he's gotten two covers with, where the team's up like two, three touchdowns already. We would not in like do the that. last we minute. We would never do that. Throwing the football. Never thought about doing that. <laughs> that Northwestern game was to cover, correct? Yes. Yes. Was no. Yeah, and so was West no. Virginia. Strong yeah. opener. No. That was like, that was them yeah. in the Northwestern game. Yes. No. Yeah. Doing like the fake stuff. Or yes. Yeah, it was fake, fake Neil. Neil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows the numbers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's one thing to run the ball, and if the guy just gets loose, whatever, right? But when you're fake Neil and then popping one downfield. But chucking it down the field is the well playbook. out of the bounds of, you know. <laughs> but but we're going to take a knee and then throw it downfield. That's, <laughs> that, what that's we're a gonna good do. response. Yeah. That's I, don't, a good. I don't know what you're talking about. You knew exactly what he was talking about. That's so, disingenuous. No. Yes. Y- you're you right. exactly what that, he was talking that about. That college football or college basketball Absolutely. coach is the highest of the high Absolutely. and mighty. Absolutely. No question. They know that they got you by the short hairs, and they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna, You're making me uncomfortable. Well, Me, yeah. Meantime, Eberflus is up there. Everything's Claypool, great. Well, it's all Clay, good. And during Claypool, like, getting all twisted yeah. by everybody going, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> Franklin's like, don't you ever. Yeah. You're making me uncomfortable. You're making me uncomfortable. Like, really, dude? You're uncomfortable? I don't, I don't know you're really what you're talking about. That's my point. Like, I get your guy's perspective that it's clumsily asked. He's telling you that he's, you're making him uncomfortable. Get over yourself. You're coaching ball. So, no. You're coaching no. ball. Strong. That's what you're doing. You're no. coaching ball. Like, yeah. Come on. No. I do like the way he talks. He's like sitting there collecting money, isn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah. Like someone owes him money yes. and they're, they're seeing him at the back of the restaurant. Yeah. And, th- and they're making excuses like they can't pay him. And he, he's, he's not accepting any excuses. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, hoping we can cut this out so this doesn't yeah, even like get out into the universe. Out, yeah. <laughs> hey, can I, 
do you think maybe he could give me another week to if he so was, I could if, pay no. back? If, if that, no. If that, no. If that, if that reporter no. would have maybe – he four days. Can you four days? Can I pay you back? He should have pivoted. I don't have it. It said, "You know what, coach? I don't coach? know what you're talking about." One last wrap up for you. When do you think you're going to beat Ohio State or Michigan? I, I don't really understand what you're saying. Yeah, Mallory, you let did me, a terrific let me, job. Let me, let me spell it out for you. Beat Ohio State or Michigan? Yeah, you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah, come on, Kirk Cousins. All right, uh, coming up next, we'll talk to Eddie Olchek. We're live at Twin so, Peaks. No. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. We're talking um, to Eddie Olchek. Yes, we no. are. We are moving on. You're making me yeah. uncomfortable now, Mal. Yes, no. I think we're all uncomfortable. We've spent too long on you, Jay no, Franklin. I think this was good. <laughs> it's Waddle and Sylvia at Twin Peaks in Warrenville on ESPN 1000. I'm hoping we can cut this out so this doesn't even, like, get out into the universe. Welcome back to the Waddle and Sylvie live broadcast on ESPN Chicago. Come out and join us at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. ESPN Chicago, AM, FM, and app. Chicago's home for sports. Bedard and Crosby about to take the opening faceoff in a moment Connor Bedard has been dreaming about for a long time. Hey, Sid, welcome back for another season. Connor, welcome to the NHL, man. Okay, guys, it's showtime. Have a great game. Now Taylor Hall off escape. Rebound. Bedard had a great chance. The puck is free in the crease, but the whistle stops the play. As there was a pileup in the crease, but the puck was free. Get a stick on it. So this one is released so quickly. Now Bedard comes jumping in for the rebound, and Jari makes two stops on him. I know it's his first game, and I don't want to jump into hyperbole and all that. There are not many players in the NHL, less than a handful, that can shoot it like that. For Vlasic, Bedard, nifty pass for Vlasic with a lot of room. He put it on it. Rebound goal! Ryan Donato has Chicago on the board. And Connor Bedard's got his first National Hockey League point. He'll have an assist on the pass. The Vlasic to the way the pens are on the ice. A long time. They're a little slow. There's the pass from Bedard. The shot, the save, the rebound. And Donato's cut the lead in half. And Connor Bedard in his National Hockey League debut has a point on the board. And Richardson, Bedard, and the Hawks. An impressive win on opening night. And they rallied from... A 2-0 deficit for four straight to win 4-2 on Bedard's debut. Yeah, that was pretty cool last night. ESPN from ESPN last night to TNT tonight. 6.30 puck drop in Boston. How about that? In the garden. The game two. They were off last night, so they opened tonight against the Hawks. Which national analyst with a 6.30 puck drop would have time for... Us two dopes, like an hour before puck drop. Troy Eggman. No, no he, he would. He wouldn't even respond to a text message no, to get booked. That's true. There's only one, and his name is Eddie Olchek. He is our friend. He is our pal, and he is the best in the business. And he joins us right now on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. He's got the call of tonight's nationally televised game on TNT. Eddie, we appreciate it. How are you? Eddie! Tommy! Sylvie! Eddie! Great, uh, great to be with you guys. Uh, 
always enjoy being on with you, and uh, it's great to be a part of this uh, real special night here and getting a chance to be a part of uh, the Blackhawks and the Bruins and uh, getting a chance to see Connor Bedard play in person for the first time. It uh, should be a lot of fun. So a huge win last night for the Hawks. And, uh, it's just great to kick off the season uh, here in Boston. It's the Boston 100th year in the National Hockey League, so wow. they got some festivities and celebration going on. And, you know, the Hawks are only a couple of years behind, so they're going to have their celebration, I think, in, let's see, 97. I think this is their 97th, if I'm not mistaken. So we do the math really quick, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a couple of years. So it's always great to be a part of these original six games. Eddie, is, is the talent and the whole package, is it worth all of the hype that is being uh, thrust at Connor Bedard? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it certainly looks like it, Tommy. Uh, I mean, we haven't seen this, uh, you know, this much accolade, you know, obviously, it, you know, coming to the National Hockey League and then playing in his first game and performing the way that he did. And you know, I had a chance to interview him probably about 45 minutes or an hour ago, which is going to run in our pregame on TNT, and, you know, you could just you could just tell. I mean, he, he just guessed it. He was very well, you know, very well coached. He, he, he has a tremendous respect. He's very, very focused. Uh, I talked to his junior coach, uh, John Paddock, who happened to be my coach and general manager with the Winnipeg Jets when I played in Winnipeg a long time ago, and I was with John Paddock for almost five-plus years. And, you know, just talking to him, and, and, and just he was just, talking about of, of, of preparation and and just very well schooled and a great study and and uh you know he, he just he seems like he's just born for this and, and you know we've been lucky in the national hockey league to have guys you know like Kaner and, and like mcdavid and like crosby and i happen to be in pittsburgh when i was coaching in in pittsburgh and Sidney crosby became a rookie in the national hockey league and to see him step on the ice and it just Tommy I'm sure you've seen this with guys that you played with or against and go you know that guy's just breathing a little bit different air than I am you know like he just <laughs> seems to he just seems to be at a, on another level and even though he's only 18 and he just seems again watching on TV for me and seeing a person obviously two different things but everybody just talks about his high cue so long-winded uh, I think it's rightfully so, and obviously we know the struggles that the Hawks have had, obviously, over the course of the last, you know, seven or eight years, but to get somebody like this that Kyle Davidson and, and uh, Norman McIver, the brass on the hockey side, can build around, it's just great for Hawks fans, and, uh, and hopefully this kid can deliver. And look, I'll be honest with you, if the kid can deliver half the height, right. he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And, and that's, <laughs> like, look, at, you know, you got to get – you know, you got to get better players around him, right? you got to get better talent. And if you get better players around him, he's going to be that much better, and he's going to make other players around him better. And it's a work in progress for this management team. And, you know, hopefully the next couple of years they will continue to stock up and, and, and bring in some other players. But, yeah, it, it seems like the hype uh, is well warranted, and especially after one game and getting an apple, getting an assist last night in the very first game and having, I think, 11 shot attempts in game one in his National Hockey League career. It's pretty cool. Eddie Olchuk joining us, Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. I don't know if there's uh, someone better to talk about this than you with your experience. I mean, here you were the third overall pick in the draft. You were an 18-year-old playing for the Blackhawks. 
You know what it's like. You scored a goal in your first game. You coached, like you said, Sidney Crosby in his rookie year. What is it like, Eddie, to be an 18-year-old kid, basically, on the ice for the first time with all these grown-ups that you <laughs> looked up to as a, yeah. as, as a player and just fitting in immediately? What is that like? Yeah. Well, look, I, I was I – was, pretty lucky because the year before I got drafted by the Hawks, I played on the, uh, you know, I played on the Olympic team for Team USA in 84. And I had a, I had a seventh month schedule where I was playing against old guys. I was playing against college guys. Like I thought those guys rolled because I was 17, right? I'm playing against guys that are 22, 23. And the schedule that I played, Tommy and, and, and Sylvie was, I was, we, we played a minor league schedule so I was playing against minor league pros that the guys were 28, 30, 32. So, you know, I had the advantage of playing in, you know, against professionals when I was 17. Now, look at, look at, I, I lived the dream. I, I was able to play for my hometown team. It's something I will take with me the rest of my life. Like, I would never trade that experience in for anything. But, you know, it can be intimidating. But I think what's so important, I think Kyle Davidson and his staff did an amazing job. You need to make sure you bring in the right veteran guys around them that are not on self-led agendas. And what I mean by that, like when I was playing, like I had guys like Troy Murray, Dennis Savard, Daryl Sutter, Doug Wilson, Tommy Lysiak, the late Tommy Lysiak. Um, you know, like I had unbelievable veteran guys, to Kurt Frazier, to lean on and learn from. What Kyle did, he brought in a guy like Taylor Hall. He brought in Ryan Donato. He brought in Corey Perry. And I'll say this. I think the best off-season acquisition by any manager over the course of the summer in looking at the team's needs is, was the signing of Nick Foligno because I think Nick Foligno, he's been a captain, he's been a go-to guy, he's been a role player, but he's the ultimate teammate. And I think that man will help Connor Bedard not only today, not only a year from now, but 15 or 20 years from now. A lot like, remember Marty LaPointe? When he was with the Blackhawks, and I think actually Marty was the captain of the Blackhawks when the Hawks were bringing in Kaner and Johnny and Steve and Dunk. And they, like, it is so important to have the right veterans inside that room. I think out of all the moves and acquisitions, I think the acquisition of Nick Foligno, a former Boston Bruin, I might add, uh, bringing him in will really, really help him. Because look at Connor Bedard at every level he's played. He's pretty much scored every game and every series that he's ever played in, right? Like, he's had very few potholes in his hockey career. So when you get to the National Hockey League level, he's going to go stretches. Like, he's not going to be – like, there's going to be a time where he doesn't score in three or four games or five games. Like, that's just the reality of it, and that's where you really need those veteran guys. So, um, look at he's a young guy. This is all about. This is all a marathon here. This is not a sprint for Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks, and they certainly understand that. And gotten a chance to visit with my former teammate and head coach of the Hawks, Luke Richardson. Very excited, and uh, you know the teaching skills of understanding and and like when he goes to him on the video board or he goes to tell him something, Connor already knows what Luke is going to say before he does it. And that's why I'm saying he's a quick study when it comes to game to game and understanding the game of hockey. So. Uh, I'm very excited for him. I'm excited to watch the game and uh, looking forward to this kid, uh, you know, taking uh, taking a National Hockey League by storm and uh, just uh, very excited to be a part of it here tonight. With that in mind, Eddie, you know, I mean, in the world of sports, talent knows talent, talent respects talent. 
How do you expect the rest of the league? Like the, the, he's good for the league. He makes everybody, you know, more popular. Yeah. How does the league handle him? Are, will there be jealousies? I mean, will he be respected? Will be guys be out there trying to be physical with him? How will the rest of the league yeah. handle him? No, I mean, look, I, I think there's going to be great respect. I think you saw it last night in Pittsburgh, Tommy. I think, like, the way that, you know, the, the, the Penguins were playing him and showing him respect, right, being up close to him. Look, at the guy had 11 shot attempts and if Pittsburgh didn't defend on him, he might have had 16 or 17. Like, I mean, that's the way it's going to be. He's going to go out there. And look, I, I mean, I'm not, you know, Sylvie asked me about me coming in or whatever. Like, I, like, he's playing against the other team's top defensive players. He's playing against the other team's top lines, like, He's not going into the, uh, you know, to the shallow end here. Like, he's going in, you know, like, he's going into the deep end. And, and that's, that's the way that you learn. But I think from, from a league perspective, I think everybody is just absolutely excited. I think they want to – first off, I think most guys, again, I would say guys that are playing in the league, you know, you hear the hype, you see a little bit on TV, it's like, okay, well, he's done this against 18 and 19 and 20-year-olds. You know, okay, well, now he's going into the best league in the world, right? Like, let's – you know, I, I think that's just it's just human nature. I don't care for what sport it is, is you're going to sit there and go, okay, well, you know, he did it at this level. Let's see if he can do it against the very, very best. And when you just look at a, you know, the smallest sample size that you could ever have is only one game, you sit there and go, and if you're grading the guy, you sit there and go, oh, yeah, A, A plus, A plus, A plus, okay. Yeah, he wasn't great in the face-off that. Okay, we'll give him a D minus. Okay. But, you know, it, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be roses all the time. It's going to have some tough times that I think, you know, and I think, and I think for him, he's going to be in a situation where he's going to learn every day, but he's going to get to go out there in every situation and try to figure it out. Yeah, Eddie, you're the best. Have a great broadcast tonight. We will be watching. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. Hey, I love you guys. Always great to be with you guys. Love Thanks, you too. You back, Thank buddy. you. You're the best. Eddie Olchek does great work, and uh, it is great to talk to him as always. Isn't it amazing? He was an 18 year old. Yeah, it's... he coached. Sidney Crosby is an 18-year-old. Tonight, he is uh, broadcasting Connor Bedard as an 18-year-old in his second game. You know what's great, too, is, is I have not heard a single person downplay his talent, the expectation level, his maturity, any of it. You would expect someone right. would go, yeah, look, guys. Whoa, that you know, thing. Yes, there's been none of that, which is I, to me is really cool. I mean, that right. tells you the level of of expectations that everybody has for him. And there seems to be this embedded respect that exists as well when, when people are talking about him. Like, Eddie's seen it and done it all. And you could hear, you know, Eddie's not like, whoa, that thing. Eddie's like, yeah, this is, yeah. This is great. The line that stuck with me that Eddie said is, if he lives up to half of the potential, he's a Hall of yeah. Famer. Think about that. Oh, yeah. If you, if you live up to half of what your talent level is, he'll make the Hall of Fame. That's how good that's Connor is. Yeah, that's, that's how good Connor Bedard is. And that's like, it's just revital. He came at the perfect time again for the Blackhawks. They needed him with all the controversy, with, with the way the franchise was going during the rebuild, with Kane and Taves leaving, yep. with, with everything that had happened after. The three championships. They got the lottery. I got a super boost going here, too. What, what do you got? I got to spend some of that Bryce Harper money that I just yes, made. Yes, we never told that. Uh, Bryce Harper homered, and you bet on him to homer today. Yes, I cashed. What was he? Plus what? Uh, I didn't. I, what did I bet him? I bet him. No, I total bases. I oh, had over okay. one and a half bases. 
So that was plus 143 with a boost. I didn't bet him to homer. I was gonna. I was gonna bet. Um, I was gonna bet uh, Schwarber to homer. Uh, yeah, I bet. I bet so he's zero for three, Schwarber. But I got. He's got a strikeout and two ground outs. We got a super boost here, an NHL super boost. Oh really? Uh, NHL super boost. A Bedard and uh, Pasternak, three plus shots on goal each in tonight's game. Oh, that's that. That sounds like free money. Plus one hundred. And what was it normally? Minus minus one fifty. Oh, that's yeah. You got to play that. Free money. That's just math, right there. That is Any, math. Anything that's minus one fifty that's boosted to plus money is you have to play that every time, and then you'll just it will even out eventually. When you talk, and you'll win more times than that. No question. That is math. When you talk about the impact that Connor Bedard has had early, I've made three hockey wagers so far this year. I don't know if I made three hockey wagers all of last year. So he's got me involved. Yes, he does. Yeah. Perfect. And that's a max $25 bet, too. Yeah. Did you max that thing out? I'm doing it right max now. Max that thing I out. Do, of course you do. Yeah, spend some of that Phillies money. All right. Uh, coming up next, we'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah. Uh, it's all brought to you by Steinhoffels as we are live at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. Live from Twin Peaks in Warrenville, this is the Waddle and Sylvie Show. Watch us on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app, or keep listening on the ESPN Chicago app in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM or on AM1000. Yeah, that's right. We had a blast today at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. Thank you to everyone who stopped by. Got just tweeted out a picture of someone in a Waddle jersey. Good old school Waddle jersey right it was, there. It was me. That was you wearing your own me jersey? me wearing my own jersey. That's what I do when I go out to different events. I wear my own jersey. Yeah. It was, uh, it was great to see a lot of great fans of the show today on a Wednesday to break up the work week. Uh, let's talk to Black and Abdallah right now back at the old National Bank studio. It's all brought to you by Steinhoffels. Uh, go visit uh, Steinhoffels. Black and Abdallah just passed the one. Uh, right off of 88 here um, in Downers Grove, I shop at the one in Vernon Hills. I was also at the new one in Harwood Heights. Uh, many more locations coming to Illinois, too. Uh, that's where you should go for any size budget. Steinhoffels is employee-owned, family-run, and they are absolutely – and I didn't get that wrong. It is all owned by the employees. It's an outstanding store, and they all believe in what they do. What is going on, boys? I was going to say, Sylvie, if there was anyone at the station that would wear something that said their name so people know who they are when they enter a bar, restaurant, wherever they go, who do you think Cap. it would be? <laughs> yeah, 1,000, 1,000%. I couldn't even tee it up for you yet. And 1,000%. You smacked the ball yeah. off the tee. <laughs> it would be Cap. And it, would, it wouldn't be his name. It would just say The Cap Man. Yeah. Yeah. The Cap like, Man. He would get a jersey Doesn't that he have said, a hat? Doesn't he have a take, take that, that, take that, take that. Take that branded the merch. The Cap Man? Yeah. He was, it was awesome. shoehorns that, that was, said, take that. It was, it was, we, we've been on good terms lately, but oh, today, just ended. today, yeah, just today I, heard, I heard him uh, t- talking to a, a, a fan about the, the USC quarterbacks who said most yeah. USC quarterbacks yeah. are busts, and then he was saying, well, which, which school have the good quarterbacks? Two weeks ago, he was just saying that all the Ohio State quarterbacks are busts. Yeah, no. well, he he was on the air saying that. Yeah, it's a different day. He wasn't listening that day. <laughs> Today's a good day to listen. <laughs> Sometimes instead of uh, I love him headphones, he wears earplugs. 
does he does he make make it look like they're ear? <laughs> he just uh, like you know, like you know, like every once in a while, you'll take the train and uh, yeah. you'll just put the the AirPods in, but yeah. nothing will be on. Yeah, right. He you just, just want to block out the noise. Yeah, he just does yeah. that. Yeah, it's, that is yeah. great. That is great. <laughs> What's going on back there? Oh, you know, just getting ready for some more hockey. I was going to say, you spending pucks? any of your hockey money, yeah. Abdallah? Damn right Abdallah. Listen, we were watching going, hockey last night. Last year, I was on Dylan C. strikeouts for the entire year, and it made me a bunch of money. And yes. this year, I will be on Connor Bedard, pull, Shot uh, shots on goal. on goal until they... Now, this tonight, it's come back a little bit, so four shots on goal or more was plus money yesterday and now it's like minus one fifteen. Wow. So they're getting they got wise. wise. They're getting wise. Yeah. Not wise enough. Yeah, we're looking yeah. forward to the game tonight. I mean, uh, I know something that we were talking about with Carmen and Yurko earlier today is like, day two, will you go back? Will you watch Hawks hockey again? It's like, yes. yeah, I mean, right, yeah. you know, right now there's no Thursday night football. We're not the Thursday yet. I know there's some college football going on, but I'll watch tonight. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Me too. You know what I'm doing too, Abdallah, is, is my Dylan C. strikeouts. Like a couple years ago, I was on that as well. Last year it was the Justin Fields over rushing total. Yeah, it's the DJ Moore uh, yards per game re- uh, receiving. Oh yeah, and I, I've been looking this week. I don't know if it's out at least on DraftKings every night. I've been looking, and I I was going to just click on it now to see if those props are out yet because they had not been out yet. I'm interested to see what number that is. Well, because it takes a little bit of time for the market to correct itself. Like they don't know. That Justin Fields has been throwing to DJ Moore the last two weeks. Yeah, let, you know, so it is it, it is out now today. What do you? Let's see. What do you? What do you guys think it is right now? Uh, seventy three and a half. I was I oh, I was going to say seventy four. Wow, wow. Black, what do you think it is? What's the total for give his me, receiving yards against the Vikings? One yard, Bob. Uh, give me eighty five. So this is again another lesson on why you got to keep hitting it. Now it's it's minus one twenty five, but still. Who cares? A little juice. Um, you like the juice? The the total is fifty five point five yards. Over fifty five. Must play. What? It Over. is you. You'll find a boost on that somewhere too. You, you must play DJ Moore's over. Over. Yeah, that's easy. You must play it. I'm I'm playing it right now as we speak. You play it. You guys I are feeling the good Bears for already. Uh, the, yeah, you're I, feeling good I bet good the Bears on the money line. Two right. days ago, because I saw the number go from three and a half to two and a half, sure, and I felt like I I was late to the party then, so I just I played them uh, on the money line to win win the game, I, and I didn't want to see the number go down or the odds go down on it, so I just I wagered yesterday. On it. I hope one win wasn't enough. I hope it didn't quench their thirst. Well. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, yeah, you know, hey, I don't hey, think is, that Chris. I don't well, think the coach is sitting up at Hallis Hall thinking right now. Well, he, my job is safe after no, one win. He isn't. But there was a lot of talking before the season started, and then the season got off to the start it did. So I hope that there there isn't you know false uh, pumping up the tires type of like oh we're back type of thing like. You're not to 500 yet. We we need a few more weeks like we saw on Thursday where you just go out and just completely dominate from the start. Yes. That's what we need on Sunday against the Vikings. Divisional opponent, go take care of business. I'm with you. And how about the fact that Colt McCoy worked out for the Vikings yesterday? Hmm. Well, because Nick Mullins went on, uh, they put him on IR, didn't they? Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. they put Nick Mullins on IR. He hurt his back. But all but... I yeah. Jordan Addison limited today with an yeah. ankle injury. Come on, really? Just saying, yeah, yeah he was limited oh, today perfect. with an. And I, 
I know you guys had the the, the trial of Tyler Aki. I mean, I could. Yeah, it was. It was bad. I could. Yeah, that I, was that was light work can, from Tyler. We've been I talking can, about this. I can draw you a map it's to seven win, to seven wins you, this year. You, they could right, still can, save can, the season. Oh, can the you, trial of Abdallah is coming up next. Can I'm you also say you. that if they continue to play like this, the Bills are the only team no, that can beat that them? No, that I'm not saying. Okay. That's what we were talking about. Because the answer is the only team that could uh, hang with them is the 49ers right now. I am That's kind of uh, I kind of hear what Sylvie's <laughs> suggesting, though. Tyler got sucked into the hot tech vortex yes. of Shea Norling. You can't escape it. Next like, thing you know, he's going to be calling everyone a moron <laughs> and a jackass. <laughs> He's going to be firing people into the yeah. sun. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Then here I am for trivia, everyone, with my shirt and tie. He's, he's, gonna he's, give he's there trivia. to look for a mortgage rate for you and yeah, also exactly. to ask you trivia questions. Hey, refinance your home, jackass. <laughs> God, that I picture, need your that business, you loser. Has everyone seen this picture of Shay? Oh, yeah. Tweet it out, please. He actually oh, looks like he, great. He, he looks like a, a just a pleasant young man. <laughs> he doesn't look pleasant. We got to caption it. He we got to so we got to do a caption contest with with, with Shay in his suit. <laughs> I'm Pastor Shay. Please come by on <laughs> Sundays. That's his LinkedIn profile picture. I'm not kidding. But like, that's his. They pulled that that's off of LinkedIn. They used? Yeah, they pulled it off of LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, what are we God. doing? <laughs> All right, boys. Have a good show. Peace. See you guys. guys. Uh, there's uh, Black and Abdallah there coming up next. Thank you to Eddie Olchak and also Michael Wilbon. Thank you to everybody here at uh, this awesome place. We love it. Uh, Twin Peaks is fantastic. The Warrenville location is awesome. Come out and see them soon. Uh, Tyler Ockery, great work. Charlie Bevins. Also, Jeff Meller, thank you. You're making me uncomfortable back there. And, Je- and yes, and James Franklin, thank you. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Wednesday night.